What's up, former party people? This is Jerry, you know, the one who actually combs his hair on the A is for Alcoholic podcast. Now, if you're finding value in listening to the AIFA podcast every week and you want to support sharing it with others, we invite you to become a sustaining monthly or per show contributor. Go to patreon.com backslash AIFA. It's super easy and it only takes a quick moment. It's about as easy as buying one of those pre-cooked space chickens from the grocery store, taking it outside, giving it a big old kiss, and kicking it into traffic. (laughs) Why would you do that? Anyway, you do you, and I'll do me. Again, go to patreon.com backslash AIFA. And with that, people, let's start the show. A is for Alcoholic is a program about recovery. My name is John, and I'm an alcoholic. And my name is Jerry, and I'm an alcoholic. Join us as we go through the alphabet of alcoholism one letter at a time. What's up? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I... I think you know. Um, right? There's some I, shit going down, mm, apparently. Mm, this is uh, this is different from anything else that I've ever experienced. I don't think that I've ever been affected such by... I mean, I have vague... I mean, Zika, H1N1, swine flu, avian flu, all these things were kind of like just in the background of my life. It was just right. something on the news. Mm-hmm. Now it's... <clears throat> it's right here. here. It's here. Well, if um, I guess first off, we're we are a, a weekly podcast called uh, "We Are A's for Alcoholic." We are a weekly yes. podcast about uh, two dudes in recovery. Uh, my name is Jerry. My name is John. And we're I'm an like, al- yeah, we're alcoholics, like totally. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so we are here, we're both under quarantine, we're both in separate states, uh, I know that uh, I'm in the state of California, and they have, um, basically give us the, they called it like gentle, um, what was it, like shelter in place, but it was like this gentle mandatory, it's not mandatory, but it's highly suggested. Right. Um, so, I don't know if they've done that with you, or if it's just a suggestion. No, I'm just doing uh, social distancing right now. Oregon hasn't called a quarantine <clears throat> in place yet. Mm-hmm. But your job is not. Shops closed. Yeah. Shops closed at least till the 1st of April, maybe later. Kids, schools closed. My daughter's out <clears throat> of school till April 28th at least, at the very least. It's like the longest spring break. She, has, she <laughs> no hasn't shit. changed her clothes in like three days. I'm like, word, dude, come on now. <laughs> Did you tell her it's time to put a fresh shirt on? Or like, Dude, she's it's just, just like gonna do... wearing pajama bottoms and a t-shirt I gave her. And this morning I'm like, will you go change, dude? Because that's gnarly. <laughs> yeah, that's, she's, that, yeah that's, the, that's some like Danny Clay 1997 shit right there. Right. But, uh... I've just lost a shirt. I just got no shirt on at all. We were laughing mm-hmm. about this because on the Skype call, like I said, it looks <laughs> like I'm a cam, cam boy. Cam man? <laughs> cam, cam man. man. Um, so we're going to talk today. So basically the premise of the show, if you don't already know, is we take a letter of the alphabet. We, we try to rope some sort of idea about sobriety recovery and, uh, and match it to that letter. And so we're on the letter M and Jerry, and Mm -hmm. we're no stranger to, um, late eighties and early nineties hip hop references. So Jerry suggested me, myself and I, which is a great De La Soul song. Hell yeah. Off a great De La Soul album. Yeah. That was, uh, featured in the movie Good Burger. 
<laughs> oh, word, strawberry jacuzzi. Yeah. Um, with Keenan and Kel, as we go back, uh, George Clinton was in that too. He was in the video for the De La Soul Good Burger, whatever. He was, but wasn't he? yeah. So me, myself, and I, we talk about being sober in quarantine, and um, I don't know about you, but the biggest thing, the thing that unnerves me the most is like the uncertainty, right? So. Right. If I know, even just in the days coming up to today, if I was, I didn't know whether or not I had a job. I didn't know whether or not, and I don't, by the way. So, and we, we can talk about, um, I'm more concerned about the financial, um, the economic insecurity rather than any sort of um, health concern for myself, you know? Right. Um, but it's it's the uncertainty that scares the shit out of me because I'm like sitting here like what do I do what do I do I want somebody to tell me what to do is it safe to do this is it safe to do that can I go for a run should yeah. I go for a run you know Dr. Sanjay Gupta says hey there was like a bunch of people in San Francisco running up and down the Embarcadero not doing the social distancing thing right. and I was like but if I just go by myself is it okay should I touch the stoplight button should I just fucking not should I just keep running like, you know, like what? A, <laughs> just close just, your eyes and run right into traffic. I mean, uh-huh. so, yeah. so like, like, what are the, what are the things that, that, what am I supposed to do? So now I've been told stay home. Now I've been told there's no work. Um, so I went to the fruit stand here. I went to the grocery store and I bought some, bought a bunch of shit. And, uh, those guys are working hard. Like dude was there for like 12 hours, 13 hours, just fucking yeah. ringing people yeah. up. Dude, yeah. Can you imagine being working Dude, at the Safeway? I, I mean, I I live next to the Safeway, so it's. I went in this morning, right, because I was like, I got up at six thirty because I we're out of bananas and like I needed vegetables and fruit. I wanted to make like salads, you know, mm-hmm. and have some type, not just live off of rice and beans, you know, or whatever we have. I mean, we we're all right, but you know. And uh, I went at 6.30 and they were like empty. Like they had nothing. It was picked clean. All the bananas were gone. All the spinach was gone. All the chicken was gone. Like no beans, no rice, no toilet paper, of course. The, I walked it right when I walked to the front door at Safeway it's at 7 a.m. They had two paper bags in front and they were stuffed full of folded up paper bags and written in pen. It says, they are out of paper bags. Take one of these. And I walk, I take three because I'm like, oh, I figure I'm going to like, I'm going to go for it and just get as much as, you know, shop as much as I can. So I don't have to be out back out in public for at least another week, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I walk in and the fucking cashier, there's one cashier lady there and she's fucking crying hysterically and she's out of paper bags and she's just crying because they've just, they've fucking ground her down. They ground them all down, you know? And uh, I like, she like rings this guy up and I can see her crying. I'm stopping and I'm kind of concerned. And then she finishes ringing the guy up and she like walks away and she's over in the corner, like get, trying to compose herself. And I'm like, do you need anything? You know? And she's like, no. And I'm like, are you sure? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, if you need anything, let me know. Cause I'm gonna be walking around here for a minute. Like I can get you a coffee or something. I don't know if you need right. anything, just let me know. And she's like, thank you. And I'm like, cool. And it just like, it kind of fucked me up, man. Cause I just walked into this dystopian ass Safeway with nothing. This place I've been going into now for years because I've been living on this side of town forever. And I know this lady. I see her every day. And she's like having a breakdown because they just were working all those cashiers, man. Those people are exposed to it constantly. You know, exposed to the virus, exposed to people panicking and in fear. It must be, 
I just, my heart goes out to him. Like, mm-hmm. I want to make him cookies, but then I'm like, here's my fucking virus cookies. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I don't think, you know? I think if you wanted to bake them some cookies and say, hey, there's not, I'm not a fucking scientist and you should listen to your healthcare professional CDC and all that stuff, but. Right, like, I just don't want to be giving anybody food. Well, they're, they're, like, they're telling people that, I mean, you can still go get to-go food, right? People are still making right. food out there and right, it's still. Right. It's still, I mean, I'm not, I'm not telling you you should fucking roll through the Taco Bell, but if that's what you got, there's still somebody in the fucking Taco Bell making. I mean, I personally am not going to do it. It seems suspect to me, but yeah. this is me and my. I mean, anybody listening, these are no calls to action at all. And what? Wait, no, we don't know. We're just two dudes. I'm not even wearing a shirt, man. I barely mm-hmm. showed up. You know what I'm saying? But no, I mean, I, I, any gesture, you're absolutely right. And any I, my gesture. heart is there, but I just don't know what the appropriate gesture is. You know. Dude, it was a wild morning. I got the text last night from uh, the shop owner that the shop is closed. The two guys that have appointments out through the rest of the week are just going to work in the shop with the door locked and a sign that just says knock if you have an appointment. And just the appointment shows up alone. They don't bring anybody with them. Because mm-hmm. the state hasn't closed down the shops yet. But the owner is like, she's like, dude, I got, I just, I can't. We had our first death in, in Lane County yeah, for coronavirus and our first case. And so... You know, she's like feeling like, dude, I don't want to be responsible for being a hub, you know. So I went in the shop and got all my stuff because the shop's going to be closed for three weeks. I don't want, I have thousands of dollars worth of equipment I don't want stolen, you know. Sure. It was really strange, man. It was just strange being out there. I had to go to PetSmart. Biz, biz is huge at the PetSmart, dude. <laughs> There's plenty, of, huge, plenty you know? of food yeah. there, right? Maybe get yeah, some puppy I pads. To, <laughs> I, I got a few of those, yeah. And then I went to the, I mean, I... This isn't all about my morning, but it was such a surreal morning. Yeah. And then I went to the market of choice, which is like the more like the raised ranch market, like a rich people market. Right. I don't know, uh, Trader Joe's, but like more upscale. Mm-hmm. And that place is totally business used too. They weren't even, the only thing they're out of is toilet paper. I got some lentils. I got beans. But I mean, they had all the produce. I, but even in line, man, I was just having a moment just because I'm by a bunch of people. We're all breathing the same air on top of each other. I mean, I'm like... Not six feet from any of these motherfuckers, you know what I mean? And they're all older people, like in their sixties and shit, you know. So they're probably looking at you, feeling exactly the same way. I'm, all, I'm carrying. You're carrying. We're all fucked, you know. Like I'm like, it just. I had a moment, man. I had a moment. I was in the car on, on the drive down after that Safeway, dude. I like this song started playing on the <clears throat> on my i on my iPhone. It's by this band called Dawes, and the name of the song is "We're All Gonna Die." <laughs> Jesus. And it's this really sweet ballad about acceptance, right? Mm-hmm. We talk about that a lot in recovery circles is acceptance. I like started crying in the car, dude. Like I just like had a moment where I was just like, hey, get it out now because you can't afford this later on if it gets real hairy. You know, you got to push it out now and just keep moving, you know. It was a crazy yeah. morning, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I I, I would only say that um, I it's a natural reaction to feel like – Oh God, I'm around all these people. We're breathing the same air. They're right on right. top of me. Everyone's fucking mm-hmm. infected. Everything's infected. I can't touch anything. And so, but it, it doesn't really help me to feed into that panic or fear or to, do you know what I mean? Because what happens when I'm the one who's got the cough? Right. And then everyone's going to look at me and what, they're just going to pitchfork me and put me on the pyre. Word. And I didn't, I was more <laughs> like, I you... wasn't, yeah, I wasn't feeling, I was more scared for my own safety, which yeah. I see your point. I see where you're coming from. So I get, I get that. It's, it's totally natural. It's not, it's human. It's not, I mean, this, 
I, I work I work in a restaurant, or at least I, I worked in two, at least until two days ago, when they basically, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, yeah, we're not doing this anymore. You know, the one place is doing takeout stuff, but they need like fucking two people to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, I don't have a job, uh, but I, I just think that like, I'm trying to be when I went when I when I've gone out and I've had interactions with people, I try to smile and be kind and um, just try to be a little understanding because they're just as afraid of me infecting them as I am infecting them infecting me. But absolutely, it's just a general fear. Yeah, and I think that that fear for me stems from a lot of misunderstanding what's going on and how this thing works, and so. I, I do my best to find, um, you know, information that I trust from the CDC in learning about these things. And, you know, I don't think it really helps to know exactly how many hours this virus will last on glass versus cardboard. And do you know what I that mean? That shit is not helpful, man. It that doesn't is, make yeah, me, it doesn't yeah. reassure me of anything. And mm. so, although I've looked it up and now I feel anxious about touching I things know. like. Was it 24 hours on cardboard? It's, <laughs> I wish you like could be saying the numbers. Listen, so, you're going to be all right. <laughs> so, so, so I guess what I would like to do is steer the conversation into uh, like how it affects you thinking about sobriety. I mean, you it's, live in yeah. a house where there's not any booze. So, I mean, or none. maybe there's none. Well, Megan's got like one bottle of gross wine that I would never drink anyway. Cause it's like some weird, I don't even know what it's gross. I don't know what it is. It looks gross. It's white <laughs> wine, dude. It just looks like it smells like old grape juice. Like uh-huh. good luck. Yeah, yeah. And it's not enough to get drunk anyway. Well, yeah, no, there's not enough to get drunk. That being so, said, that's not the only thing stopping me. It's not like if there was a bottle of whiskey in the house, I'd be like fucking getting ready. You know, I just mm-hmm. this is great. This whole situation is has its positive upside in it in the sense of recovery in that this is a great practice in accepting the things you cannot change. Right. In that whole thing yeah. right now, this is all about acceptance and surrender. This is the way I'm looking at it. And I'm not trying to – there are other people out there right now that are sick that are probably listening to us. There are people right now that are scared and I absolutely can relate to that. you know. But for me personally, I'm looking at it like this is surrender. I have to give up because there's not much – I mean not give up like quit but just give up like holding on and like I have to just accept it. And, and, and just this is it. I can't change this. I don't have – you know. I don't have the tools to change this, but I can change my outlook and I can change, try to change the outlook of my home and just mm-hmm. roll around with no shirt on laughing, pointing at my kid being like, dad's like this forever. Let's do it. You know, like <laughs> I got to try to keep their spirits up, even though they, I need them to keep my spirits up too. You know, shit, I need you, you know, like that Friday I texted you, Yeah, man, I like really needed somebody, right? Cause Macon is, my wife's very low key, man. And she approaches shit low key. And so sometimes I don't, I need someone else to just sit down and be like, just to be direct with me. And she's also very like, well, you know, it goes either way. And I'm like, I don't need either way. Like, I just need a definite, just tell me definitely. And then I'll assess. And so I texted you, like, I'm kind of scared. And you said the same thing. You were like, you're young, you're healthy, whatever, you know, you, it made me feel a lot better, you know? Right. Yeah. Well, I think that that's, that's another thing to remember, you know, cause I could have gone either way with it. You texted me and I was like, I didn't want to be like, yeah, I'm pretty fucking freaked out here too. You know what, bro? Like right. this shit is this shit is awful and I don't know what to do either, but it's like, well, right. let's let's look at it. 
Okay, this has been, you know, whatever the the argument was for you to go to work on Friday the 13th. <laughs> you know what I mean? It helped because that, I made a lot of, you know, I made more money than I normally do. Right, you know? right. So And now I, I can float through the month of that, but yeah. So Oof. I think that um I think that it's important to yeah, accept the things you cannot change. My girlfriend has re- um reminded me of the serenity prayer a few times because I have been way more anxious and way more just freaked out probably because than her because she doesn't she doesn't follow news she doesn't she i think she finally deleted the she deleted the instagram app off of her phone cuz it was just she did huh yeah, yeah she it was, was too just much, huh? it was too much and it was just messing with her head and things in general it wasn't just this but um but so and she's great with that and she'll go like yep I don't like the way I'm behaving. I'm turning it all off and I'm taking a break, you know, and I'm just kind of getting away from it. And so she is much more calm and serene and, and, um, and calming to me. And so I told her that came over to her. I went over to her house the other day and it was, it was just a relief to be around somebody who was relaxed about it. And I think that it's important to be prepared and be aware and all that stuff, but also there's not much else I can do, dude. I bought some I bought some sweet potatoes and you know, maybe I'll get another bag of spinach in a couple in days. <laughs> yeah. Kissing them both like you you'll keep me centered. Yeah. You know, cuz I think it's easy for it's easy for me to fall into that, well, should I get sweet potatoes and maybe I'll get some yams cuz if I eat sweet potatoes all week, I'm going to get bored and I don't want to get bored with my food cuz then I'm, you know, I'm not going to keep this up and this that and the other and like, did I get that headache from that loaf of bread that my friend gave me? You know, like, oh my god, did I give myself a gluten intolerance because well, I haven't been eating we were, any bread? Shit. And <laughs> we've is, been talking about this. You're like, I've been feeling my forehead. I'm like, is this tickle in my throat a thing? And I'm like, so have I, dude. Like, we watched Westworld last night, and I was sitting there the whole time. Just I haven't seen it yet. Don't tell me. Forearm but. in my forehead. No, I won't. Just being like, "Am I good? Am I good?" And Megan's like, "You felt weird every morning for the since they announced this shit. Like, if you get it, you get it, Jerry. If you don't, you don't. You know, like, yeah, yeah. You can't stop that tide. I was listening to a disease expert on on the Rogan podcast because he has good people every once in a right. while, and I was like, "This is pretty cool." What did that guy but, say? Uh, that guy was basically saying, oh, man, and I don't want to get too into this whole, well, no, fuck it. He was basically saying like trying to stop this is like trying to stop the wind. It's like the flu. Whenever the flu comes around, we don't sit around and go, we need to stop the flu. We just roll through the flu and accept it. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just that this is a whole different thing than the flu. I mean, it moves the same way as, well, it moves different than the flu, but I guess basically what he's saying is this is one of those diseases that you can't really, until they come up with a vaccine for it, you just kind of write it out like you can't if you get it you get it and then from there it determines you know how healthy you are determines the outcome of it you know right and so the most important thing is to stay away from other people so that we don't spread it because it's here right it's happening and that's the message that's been (laughs) being cemented on media and that's the message i will cement myself i know people personally who are like this is all fake news this is all just media manipulation and i'm like i don't i don't think so because at this point the whole i mean the whole market's dropping do you know mm-hmm. what I mean? They want yeah. the media wants you to spend money. There's no way we're spending money if we're inside unless Amazon. Do you know what I mean? They've they've stopped this, but yeah, they've stopped deliveries, dude. Except for things no that way. are essential. Are you sure? Yeah. Oh, I saw the UPS guy this morning. Maybe he's oh meds who knows? and stuff. I don't know. Maybe yeah. Who knows? But I just know that like if this were a vast government conspiracy or even the media overdoing it. They want us to spend money. 
they want us to watch commercials and spend money on the shit they're trying to sell. Do you know what well, I mean? If we can't spend money. We can't leave the house. You know? Well, and I'll, I'll go you one Not further. That let's, way, you know? let's, let's assume that it is. Let's right. assume that it is. Um, let's just take that argument all the way that it is a part of a larger conspiracy and it's a hoax and it's all here to control the public and put us under under martial law and blah blah right. blah let's take it all the way to the to the far end of all that stuff cuz i've talked to people let's, let's fema box this shit right you know? exactly yeah. you know what i mean so if that's the case believing in that it's i still have to deal with my regular day-to-day life right now i still have to right. i still right. have to make phone calls i still to take care of my financial stuff i still have to exercise right i still have to take care of my body i have to right. make sure i've got good food cuz and you know i still have to make sure that the people i love are okay and protected so that stuff right. doesn't really matter what whether you believe it is real or not or whatever that is like I, it's not helpful for me. It doesn't, no, it gives me no helpful not. information. So that's part of why I kind of ignore all of that stuff is because every time I have a discussion with, I have a friend who, uh, who listens to a lot of those things and he believes some and he doesn't others. And I said, so how is it helpful? What are the, what helpful information are they giving you? Are they just telling me that there's a big shadow government and they're just here to control me and I can't do anything? Okay. Right. Well, what is, how does that help? I still have to wake up and go to work and do these things. And yeah, so that's yeah, kind of what I'm looking for. You still are going to have to use the homemade fucking handheld shower bidet because some mm-hmm. ding dong bought all the fucking Charmin. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> uh-huh. Like FEMA, the shadow government <laughs> is not going to keep you from having to fucking wash your ass. Do you know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. Like, yeah. We st- or from being fucking sober in recovery. The shadow uh-huh. government is not going to be like, yo, dog. Do you know what I'm saying? Like having that knowledge isn't going to keep you from from keeping your shit together. You know, mm-hmm. it's going to do the opposite. They say it's situ- situational awareness, but to me, it just sounds like panic. You know? Right. Because people like to panic. I mean, once if you can't define something, you can't control it. You try to control the narrative and it gives you some power if you're scaring the shit out of everybody, you know. I don't know, man. We kind of veered off. Um, are you on, back I mean, there? I'm I'm putting this shirt on. Oh, did I disappear on you? No, you're back. Okay. Oh, okay. Go Hold put on, the shirt on. Put the shirt on. It's it's getting a little chilly for him, I guess. Um, <laughs> did I? Oh, I th- you're asking me if I was back. Did I cut off on the video feed or something? Just for a second. So. Oh, okay. So um. I'm back. Just come back and I have a shirt on, a full suit, three pieces. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I think that it's important. It's just important to, to be calm and take care of the people around us and especially the people in our communities and the people in our families and all that stuff. I mean, this is right. It's going to blow over or or it isn't. Um, we live with it. And this is and we our live new with reality. It. And our new reality means we adapt. We adapt to it. Just like fucking recovery. Boom. Right. That's your new so have you, you live with it. You adapt to it. At five years sober, have, did you feel that, that did it ever occur to you like things are going to get so bad I might have to have a drink? Uh, I think in early sobriety, I wish they would get bad enough so I could drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I was like, man, I hope it gets so bad that I could just spend the rest of my life fucked up and nobody, everybody get off my back about it. But do you feel that way in the last week or two? No, because no. I keep weighing out. I keep playing the tape back where I'm like, there's nothing that a drink can't make worse. It's yep. just going to get worse. So now, not only am I dealing with paranoia and anxiety and these things I can't control, now I'm all hungover. Because I'm not thinking about the high part. I always think about the hangover part. 
The high part is such a tiny little high. It's like a pomegranate, dude. Like you do all that fucking work to get the tiny bit of fruit, and it's all seeds and gross fucking mm-hmm. pomegranates are whack. Fuck pomegranates, but. Like, you do all that work to get the tiny little morsel. This is what alcoholism has been to me the whole time. It's like, you do all this work to get that little morsel, and then the rest of it's all shit, and uh, you know what I mean? You can't eat it. And mm-hmm. You, and you think you need you need toilet paper with a regular digestive tract. Pour some whiskey and fucking Word. vodka on top I got, of it. I literally have 10 rolls right now, and I'm like, mm, I don't know. But I also know that I'm not fucking drinking a fifth of whiskey every day, and so I'm like, I'll be all right, you know. You got they 10? will restock toilet paper before I run out. By the I'm, time sure I run out. I'm sure they rolls will. Ten rolls is three of us here. Like I, I ain't pooping like crazy. I know I live with women. That's a whole different thing. There, it's none of my business. But I mean, I mean, it is my business. If they decide to tell me, but you know, they got a whole other thing going on there. Well, I think that um, I'll give them more. I'll take the two. I'm like these two Costco rolls, man. I'll roll this shit. I've been eating chia seeds. I'm fucking <laughs> cool, man. Like. So it's just, I just, yeah, that idea of that like, do I, greens and cheese seeds, man. Go ahead. do I Sorry. think that I know it's okay? Do I think that I need to have a drink? I don't, I haven't, it didn't occur to me. I mean, even Rashida was telling me, she's like, have you thought about drinking? And I said, no. And she said, that's funny, isn't it? Like that's, that, yeah, that I is really either. That is no longer a, um, a solution for your problems. And I was like, oh, no, okay. that's a really, you know what I mean? Like think about your priorities, right? So right now. Whatever your priority is, whether it's economics, like paying your bills, mm-hmm. like my big one, because I know that I did this Friday the 13th and my wife, even though she's out of school, will still get paid for the school. It's not, they don't pay them very well here, but it's enough that we can float, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, we bare bones this shit, like we can float. So that wasn't really a major priority, but it was on my mind. But mine was more food. I got to make sure we have food. It never once was it like, I got to go down to Bo's liquor store and get a fucking handle. And that handle is only going to last me three days. And I'll be in quarantine for two weeks. You know what I'm saying? Like, So you I need seven handles. Seven handles or fucking 14 fists. <laughs> right. Yeah. Jesus, dude. Yeah. I mean, that's going to cut into rent, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm more like lentils. Do I got enough lentils? You like lentils? No, you just don't have any pinto beans anymore. Oh. So I just tried to buy lentils. I mean, yeah, they're good enough, I guess. But yeah, no I'd lentils. So what beans. I like to do, so I get the lentils, I cook them up right. like I do it like pasta style. So I don't really measure it out. I just kind of throw water and throw the lentils in, and I cook mm-hmm. them for like twenty minutes until they feel ready. So I don't mm-hmm. like worry about it too much. I kind of do like two to one, but whatever. And then I take them, and um, you can crack an egg in there. And I make like little mm. cakes with them, like little lentil cakes. But I use the 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 juice from the can of garbanzo beans, like you know that kind of like water that's in there. So you do lentils and garbanzos together? No, but I just take the juice from the because this, oh. this is my vegan style. But you can do it with an egg, and so you mix an egg in with the cooked lentils, and then you right. add all your spices. And you can add some breadcrumbs uh-huh. or something, and you make I'll little patties. Uh-huh. And then you and then you make a little patty with a raw egg and then the cooked lentils. Mm-hmm. Mix it all up, make little patties and fry them. And then I make little fried lentil oh, cakes. They're really fucking that's a good. good idea. Dude, do you want yeah, to enjoy I'll your lentils? Um, I'm just curious. I'll check it out, man. But, that um, sounds fucking rad. And if you just for an egg replacement, a raw egg replacement, you can use the liquid from inside a can of garbanzo beans. You don't need to dump that out. I keep it now. Really? I put it in the fridge and use it. So but use that instead of an egg, huh? Uh-huh. What about Dance um spots get wild in here? <laughs> what about meetings, man? 
I didn't go. I haven't done. Well, I don't even know if they're having any anymore yeah. right now. I mean, I guess they're they're having a resource called Zoom. I guess the Zoom is like kind of like the Skype thing. Mm-hmm. I haven't looked into it at all. I've just been seeing it hop up on Instagram. But I was like, right before we got on this video conferencing call, I was like, man, maybe I should try one of those just to check it out. But mm-hmm. I think it's like this, right? It's just six people trying to do the meeting. I don't have to look into it a little more, but I haven't done any. You do a meeting? Are they still doing your meetings in California or no? They, I don't know. I didn't go on Sunday. Um, I was just kind of feeling like I didn't want to be around people, you know? And um, mm-hmm. I have no idea. I assume that they, they are. I, I, I live in a community where there's a lot of people who are at risk in that at-risk age group that go to those meetings. So I'm just like, yeah. why the fuck? It would be, it seems... It seems um, irresponsible for me, somebody who is not in that risky age group, to go out there, right. you know. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of curious about the Zoom. I'm wondering if it might be cool to, like, just do some stuff and just start one on my own. Like, if we did one and just invited people. And, I mean, I, and I know. let me know. I'll, I'll show up. Okay. <laughs> I know that's probably fucking breaking all kinds of traditions and all this shit. But I, I don't know what else to do at this point. Because, you know, it's basically like, hey, there's no more fucking church basements. We're not allowed to go in there. You know what I mean? We have to make our own virtual church basements and bad coffee. Yeah. So right. um, I I don't know. I mean, I, you know, and so the, the Zoom thing seems great. And I think there's going to be a lot of creativity out there with how to connect people. I think so, too. I mean, yeah. Yeah. So hopefully we can utilize these tools to help us roll still and mm-hmm. recover. Roll yeah. and recover. That's weird. That rich roll and recover. Rich roll and recover. Um, yeah, and then a bicycle spoke noise. He's a cool guy, man. He's got cool hair. Ah, uh, he's he's a cool guy. He um he was on he did an Instagram live recently, and he was just talking about you know taking care of yourself and and one thing that he said that I want to pass on to anybody out there who's listening is this is a great time to reset your diet since you can't really you're not going out to all the fast food restaurants you're not eating out in the same way you really have an opportunity to learn to cook better and to eat better food and to to any of those things that you want to do and also the outdoors are not off limits right no I don't think so I mean I'm allowed to go out we're gonna go take the dog for a walk after this I mean right you just have to stay away stay the fuck away from people yeah I ran five miles yesterday, man. It was yeah, baby. Pretty f- well. It was weird because I staggered it right. So I got dressed. I put on my old running shoes, mm-hmm. and then I and it was kind of stressful on the way down there. Like the cat fucking me and the cat had a dust up. She was like <laughs> riding around on my back, and then freaked out and ran down my back. And I wasn't wearing a shirt, you know, because I'm in self quarantine. And she like scratched the <laughs> fuck out of me bad. And I yelled, fucking cunt, really loud. And I was in the office and it, my daughter was still asleep and it woke her up. She like walked in like, are you okay? Mm-hmm. You know, like you're using strong words. And I'm like, um, so the cat. So I was already pissed off about that. So I go running and about three quarters of a mile into it, my feet are killing me and my knees are killing me. My knees hurt really bad. And I realized, fuck, I put on the wrong shoes, man. I put on the old shoes. That don't that I flatten the insoles down at this point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Might as well be running in dress shoes. So I had to go home and change my shoes. So I ran a mile, went home, changed my shoes, and then ran four more. I was like, "Fuck it, I'm doing four of my good shoes." That's awesome. Yeah, so I did five, but staggered. I didn't do it all in one. I don't know what you call it, running session. It looks like you had a running crew for a while there. I like, um, was like four. Of you running together? I had a. Uh, hang on, sorry, man. Um, nah, that's cool. I did. We do. We do. We're just not going to. So a couple of the people that I work with, 
So what basically what happened was the guy, one of the guys I work with, he's a cook, he's a chef, and he mm-hmm. he was talking to me about running, and he had run, and he's he's got a little extra weight on him, but nothing nothing too bad. And he he was asking me about how often I go and when I go and how long I go, and and he said if you want to go, let's go. And so he gave me his number. We swat we exchanged numbers and come to find out a couple days later he actually followed through and texted me and i said oh man now i gotta i gotta get up in the morning and and go running with this guy because i just thought it was you know we were just talking so it started like that and then another guy showed up and then last week another girl showed up and so we were just running at the same time every week and i mean we're not going to do it this week just because it's probably not a good idea and everybody's got other things to think about and you know schedules and Mm -hmm. all that stuff and but um yeah, I think it's a great thing. I think it's a great thing to do once we can all get back together and do it. Uh, until then, uh, I, as far as I understand, the outdoors are still available, and I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> keep I'm, I'm gonna keep right. going. I'm gonna keep running. I didn't today. I woke up, you know, like I said, I woke up with a headache, and so that kind of freaked me out. And I went to bed with the headache, and I'm like, "What's going on, John? Are you all right? Are you all right?" Dude, and- I had that two days ago. Though <laughs> I went to bed with the headache and woke up with it, and I had the exact same thought process. So you're okay. All right, you'll be all right. Like I woke so- up with the headache and was like, "Fuck, this is it. This is it. Shit." So I think too, like with the meetings, because I know that I miss it. Um. There's lots of stuff on YouTube, all those speaker discussion meetings that I listened mm-hmm. to in early recovery that were super helpful. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, you turned me on to a lot of them, the Charlie P ones. And yeah. is, that, is that his name? And so I think so. I thought it was really cool because in the beginning, early on in recovery, I didn't know if I wanted to go to meetings and it felt stressful and I was I felt obligated. And so this was a way for me to listen to somebody else in a group of people talk about their recovery and I could do it in my bedroom and yeah. I could um, I would feel good. It would give me some perspective and insight. And I didn't feel this sort of looming obligation to go to a meeting. And if I and it was really awesome. It was a great way to kind of introduce myself to the ideas of recovery that were all brand new to me. You know, all of the things that went along with the program that we follow. But. Mm-hmm. So I would suggest doing that, looking up, I mean, Anthony Hopkins yeah. has an awesome one. Oh, dude, Danny Trejo's a fucking kick-ass, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Danny Trejo, Anthony Hopkins, Craig Kilborn, or not Craig Kilborn, Craig Ferguson. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, who's the other one? Jack Grisham from TSOL. His are fucking great. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bunch of good dudes out there. There's a bunch of good dudes. You can even get, get a little weird and listen to some of the Clancy ones, although... Clancy's part of that other... I mean, they're part of the same group, but it's a whole offshoot. I don't know. Or, hmm. you know it would be super fun? We could sit down and just do hella four steps all day. Just you and I? Just a bunch of four steps. Yeah, that'd be... That would that would be fucking rad. Wow. No, dude. No. <laughs> let's, um, let's just start the ninth step. Let's do a bunch of ninth steps in this t- trying time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, <laughs> I think that... I, I just... I, I want to figure out something, and I think that it would be super helpful. You know, I also um, want to put this out to everybody, and I mentioned this on Instagram. You uh, you saw it, you saw it last night, and if I, there's... I watched the whole thing. I thought it was great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got, I forgot to uh, I don't know upload it or do whatever I was supposed to do, but um, I think during this time we all have a lot of extra free time. I know, and this goes out to all of our listeners, to anybody who feels 
like they would want to share their story, let's get on the Skype or the Zoom or whatever it is. Let's figure out how to use these tools that we have available and are free. And if anybody wants to share their story, I think that Jerry and I, I know that Jerry's got a little more going on with family and stuff like that, but... Um, yeah, but we can always there's no work or school. So I'm right. just kind of as long as my wife's not using this computer to work, which she was using it earlier. She took a break so I can do this. But so but yeah. I think that Jerry and I would be totally open to talking with people and getting online with them and just having them share their story on the podcast. Yeah, you know? I'm down. I'm also down for what you talked about earlier of doing the Zoom meetings. As long Zoom as you meeting. do all the work, right? Because that's our relationship. <laughs> oh, you do all the work. Is that, I just show. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I, just, I need to be the secretary. I, no, yeah, you got to lead it. Fuck, uh, somebody's got to, right? I don't even know how to I do know. that. But it, that's the thing is, it doesn't have to be like that. It can just be like, hey, we're gonna read this, or hey, we're just gonna talk about this, or yeah, we could figure it out. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll talk more about it later, I guess. But um, I mean, I'm down. Yeah, because once you brought it up, I'm like, it's a great idea. And then you're like, what, am I going to chair it? And I'm like, fuck. <laughs> right? Don't make me chair it. I hate chairing these things. Um, I only hate chairing them because I don't want to fuck it up. Yeah. And I but, hate everybody listening to me. I'm on a podcast, so that's weird. <laughs> so I think that um, I like I live, in a, I live in a house with alcohol. There's alcohol here mm-hmm. from the roommates. And there's gin in the freezer next to my uh, cauliflower rice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's Yo, yeah. it's ever it's ever present. Hmm. But I don't feel this strong urge. There's beer in the fridge. I've got wine in one of the cupboards that I got from a job I did. Mm-hmm. And um, but like you said, it's it's not going to make it any better. Like no, when I when I play worse. it out, it makes it worse. I mean, I couldn't imagine having to deal with this shit. And what if I was out of something or if I needed to go and deal with something or, you know, being drunk would not help me in the slightest to feel better. It just complicates. It makes Mm -hmm. everything much more complex, especially in this period of time where nothing like this has happened in my lifetime. A lot of us, I would say everybody right now in the United States, in the world, you know, well, no, yes, in the world, nothing like this has happened in their lifetimes. I mean, there have been pandemics, there have been epidemics, there have been mass, mass epidemics b- before modern history, you know, as far as mm-hmm. we are concerned. I've never experienced anything like this in my life. This is brand new. I mean, I got 9-11 when I was 26, and now I got this thing. And I spent all of 9-11 fucked up. Yeah, me so too. So I just wasn't in it. Like, I just... I felt the anxiety. I felt the fear. So every time I felt that, I'd get more fucked up. But nobody depended on me but me. Now I got people depending on me. Mm-hmm. It's just, and it makes it harder, man. It including yourself harder. now. I mean, you including depend on myself. Yeah. yeah. Because back then I was just like, ah, fuck you, Jerry. Like I'd walk by myself in a mirror and be like, fuck you, dude. You're whack. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Are you doing anything in particular to boost your immunity these days? Just what I normally do, work yeah. out, just try to eat more greens. But I mean, like I said, immunity is immunity, right? I mean, mm-hmm. there's it's not like if I drink an antioxidant drink, I'm going to be any more immune than I was before. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, Correct. It is what it is. Um, so no, I'm not taking any supplements or anything. Get in sleep. That's the best way to boost your immunity is sleep and eat right. Eat and well. exercise. And exercise. And don't gorge yourself. Don't eat a bunch of shit. Don't eat shit off the ground. (laughs) Right. And I slept like shit last night. I didn't sleep great last night. But that's because I knew I had to be up early and I went to bed late and I just woke up early. Mm -hmm. 
But I'll make up for it tonight. I know I will. And I've noticed, man, whenever I run farther than like four miles, I have a hard time sleeping that night, which is weird. I should be able to sleep great. I, I don't know if that's a causation correlation thing. I have I no idea. I think it but... is not cause. Uh, yeah, I think I don't think they they are connected. I think it's all co- coincidence. But, but keeping it at like four or five miles is perfect. You don't really want to do much more because that's so after extended runs, people who do half marathons and marathons. Your immune system is definitely lowered. Um, oh yeah, but no, yeah. Doing but thirty short... to sixty minutes. Be active. Go out. You know, it's it's spring right now here on the West Coast. I know that they're hitting some weather systems in the middle of the country right now, which is great. Thanks. You know, we mm-hmm. need that shit. But, you know, if, me on the West Coast, I know we'll go outside. We'll be active. We'll mow the lawn. We'll work on, you know, gardening. My wife wants to plant a bunch of bulbs in the backyard. and Like, we'll do things. Be active. Be out in the sun. And, yeah. But that's good for your immune system, you know. Like, But definitely sleep. Sleep and eating. Eating better than than crap don't eat, eat trash <laughs> yeah eat it every once in a while but don't be eating trash unless you mean literal trash don't eat no, well that trash. that either don't then you'll just get fucking the coronavirus and diarrhea together which is <laughs> nobody great. wants that yeah so and I, and I think too man like the whole i keep coming back to the thing of acceptance and that i can't if it's gonna happen it's gonna happen right right that's all we can all we can do is keep ourselves healthy and try to be as optimistic as we possibly can hope be hopeful you know mm-hmm. yeah would you even imagine like fucking five six years ago you'd be sitting here talking about being hopeful like no, it's, it's like a trip all, to me we literally we're all gonna fucking die like that's exactly what i'd be saying i'd be singing along to that song just but in my own way i'd be listening to no children by the mountain goats being like right. this is the way it is which if you know that song that's a bleak ass song it's very bleak and i, I that's it my doesn't... alcoholism is that song it doesn't ring as like that song doesn't ring as true to me as it used to. Like I don't yeah. feel as like into that like dark. No, I hear it now and it makes me feel bad. It makes me feel bad. I, yeah. It's still a beautiful song. I mean, it just Yes. It just yeah. hits different as the kids say. <clears throat> but I um so I just try to accept those things that this is this is it's not as bad as it could be. Um and if I can do my part to make sure that it is mitigated, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think also one thing in sobriety that I've learned is to be proactive. So I'll give you, you know, an example because the biggest thing for me is the is the financial hit that I'm about to take, and um, I was about to start a brand new job, so I was in between yeah. jobs. I was working super part time. And so all of a sudden, in like the next week, I was going to start working more than full time. So I was kind of enjoying my time off and working part time and just kind of skating by, floating by because it was going to happen where I was training for this new job and now it doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, well, I can pay the rent through April. So that's fine. I'll have a place to live. There's most likely plenty of food. That's not a big deal. Mm But things like the car note needs to be paid and, mm. um, you know, insurance and things like that. And so I called the credit union and I said, hey, I'm really not sure. You know, two days ago I had two jobs and now I don't have any. And yeah, zero jobs. Yeah. And originally I applied for a loan. I was like, yeah, why don't you just give me a personal loan so I can kind of float this or whatever. And they didn't necessarily like the idea of that. <laughs> Apparently I was. <laughs> they uh, wouldn't even offer you a line of credit, huh? Well, I can get a line of, I can get, I have credit cards, but those come with 
very high interest rates and those will yeah no but the bank themselves well our bank anyway this is yeah this is alcoholism and finance talk (laughs) so but so the my point is is that i was proactive and i talked to them and i explained my situation before anything was due and they said you know what we're just gonna go ahead and skip the next two payments on your car loan so you don't not skip it i still owe the money but I don't have to pay. They're going to give you like a 60 day extension. I don't have to pay until May 22nd, which Woo. is fucking oh. awesome. Like, yeah, the level of relief I got just from that. And the car payment I wasn't have, huge, but I'm going to have Megan call a credit union right now after we get done with this, because I bet you they're doing the same thing. Yeah. So yeah. if you have she's something, out of a job, too, you're just I like, mean, hey, getting, actually, I'm out of a job. I'm not getting paid at all. Just she's getting paid. Mm hmm. So I was thinking like, you know, that's, those are the kinds of things that I can do in this time. You know, I also, I'll put it out there if anybody needs any sort of video editing work or, uh, wants to, uh, wants help with audio engineering and stuff like that. I'm here. We can talk. Yeah. You know where to find John's me. John's <laughs> good at it too. You get the scrolling titles with the glitter like, and all shit. the, all the glitter. Yeah. yeah. I got the, anything that comes to iMovie, John's got it. You got so. it. So, and um, video toaster. But video toaster is that a yeah, thing? Yeah, circa '95, dude. Oh. Yeah, it was a video editing. <laughs> the video editor, the, that one tiny niche, that one video editor that listens to this podcast is gonna be like, yeah, video toaster. Jerry's got the hot takes, dude. Mm-hmm. He's hilarious. But I'm serious, man. I'm looking for stuff online to do until I can, uh, you know. But but I'm able to be proactive with that. So I'm I mean, exactly. Mm-hmm. I say, hey, listeners, do you need? Do you need help making videos? Do you need help with audio engineering? Do you need help with any of these things online that I can help you with for promos, commercials, whatever it is? Just let me know and we can talk. But um, also, you know, and I, I I know this seems like a shameless plug, but if you're enjoying this show, there's the patreon.com slash AIFA. Now, if any, if you can, and I know we're all in a crunch, it's a good time if you're able, but um. I, so just being proactive with these finances, because in active alcoholism, what would we have done? Fuck it. I'll just let it go Fuck in it. arrears. Right. I just won't pay oh, it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can't. That was one of my famous quotes for, for um, oh, collectors. Is I was like, I'd always tell them, you can't squeeze blood from a stone. I don't have money for you to come take, and I don't own anything. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, that was a rare time I talked to him and they tried to put the screws on me and I'd answer too hungover and not realize I was talking to the creditor <laughs> halfway through. Like I just pick up and be like, what? Instead of looking at the phone, you know, and I'd always mm-hmm. tell him, come take my shit. Cause I ain't got shit. And I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? Like I would get really confrontational back with him, but I had nothing, I had nothing for you to take. So yeah, are you going to, I tattoo for a living, like I cash industry, man. Yeah. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to do with the rest of my bills and stuff. I know that they, the governor of California de- did another declaration. I have to look more into it about utilities, including um, Internet, you know, Comcast, PG&E, our electric, our electric company, and stuff yeah. like that. So, I mean, I mean, I'm going to reach out to my phone company. I'm going to reach out. I got a couple of credit cards. I'm going to reach out to them and just say, hey, if you want, I mean, we can go, we can go into default and I just don't pay. Or maybe I right. can be pro- if I just feel like if I'm proactive, people are more responsive to it and they're more helpful. And Absolutely. again, when I'm talking to these people on the phone, I try to be as kind as possible, as patient as possible, because they're at work and they're dealing with the same with they're dealing with my ass times, you know, 100 every single day. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 
I found that if I'm a little kinder on the phone, I it's it's much easier. I th- I would definitely recommend in this time that if you do, yeah, absolutely, and I agree with you 100. percent Like, be be kind, be kind. If you have outside, you know, connect, you know, you're talking to people out in the world and you're scared or impatient, just be kind because they're just as taxed as you are. Mm-hmm. We're all scared of getting this, you know. And the yeah. ones who aren't scared or the ones who are telling you it's fake and it's all not real, like those people are whack. That's some whack vibes. It's Get mad whack vibes out of here. <laughs> Hashtag mad whack vibes. <laughs> mad whack vibes. Like it's okay to not be scared, but to be a dick about it or to be like, this is all fake and it's all fucking fake and blah, blah, blah. Just the fact that we are all trying to do something proactive together for a fucking change is a positive. So even mm-hmm. if it is all fake. At least we all came together as a culture and tried to do something proactive. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So that mm-hmm. people wouldn't get sick. It's all selfless <clears throat> on our end. You know, me as a person staying inside, I'm not sick. I don't have symptoms yet. I'm staying inside because if I am sick, I want to make sure that the person next to me, does. my neighbor doesn't get sick. You know, Right. I'm so selfless, people should give me something. <laughs> so Remember. it's, but it's true, man. You <laughs> got it. checks to me. A's for you, alcoholic. That's my name. Write it down. Mm-hmm. I think, well, and there's all these other, this is, this is the whole world going on a fucking hard reset, man. When you look at things like they showed pictures of the, um, the canals in Italy and they're crystal clear they're and there's clean? like fish know, swimming dude. in them. Yeah. Yes. And, Mm -hmm. you know, things like, and the whole, with gas prices, I don't want to get into this. And that's a whole nother conversation about why gas prices are so low. Is it lower? It's way, it's like 80, 90 cents lower than it was. That's why the tank was full this morning when I took the car. Because the tank was empty yesterday or the Mm -hmm. day before. And then Megan's like, yeah, I filled up the gas and didn't mention the price. But usually she'll just get a half tank because we're broke, you know. And Mm -hmm. this time it was full. Yeah. She's like, yo, let me get the good shit. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that's a whole. Like, silk gloves. And... <laughs> You're right. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, but there's nowhere to go. Nobody's going anywhere. Fucking gas right, is exactly, cheap and nobody's yeah. driving. Nobody's but driving. It's, it's, so, the, the whole world, the, the, the earth is doing a hard reset. And I think that it's really an opportunity for all of us to. It's an opportunity for me to be, to have a little more introspection, to maybe clean up my house a little bit, literally and figuratively, to now there's time. You know, what is the biggest excuse for anything that you've never accomplished, wanted to accomplish? What is the biggest one? I don't have enough time. I don't have enough time. I'm sorry. I got to go to work. I got things to do. I got school. I got kids. I got, I got work. There's bills. There's now I don't even have, I don't have any of that. So right. there's nothing standing in my way. So if there's something, I would just say, if there's something that you've wanted to do, lean into that right now. Yeah. Utilize the, mm-hmm. the free time that we as a, as a nation, as a, as a race of people don't get. I mean, this is the, if this happens again in my lifetime, I'll be surprised. <clears throat> so... Yeah. So, like, what do you want to do? Do you want to work on, you know, do you want to work on art? Do you want to write a book? Do you want to fucking, you know, get rid of that stomach? You know, I'm trying to flatten the curve around my waist, if you know what I mean. (laughs) Word. Yo, maybe me and you should set up Skype workout sessions. My wife, since she's been out of school, has been working out every morning. Mm -hmm. And she used to do it all the time when we first got married. And she did all the Mm -hmm. time. And and then when she started the school, she didn't have time. And Mm -hmm. that school wears her down, man. She gets up at 
six six thirty with me and then gets ready and goes straight to school and then comes back and as soon as she gets home like on my days off she just goes and takes a nap because it's you know taking care of the other people's children all day long takes a lot out of you you know sure so now she has time to work on her real estate and all that other shit which is funny because nobody really the real estate market is kind of like huh mm-hmm. you know yeah i mean it's still kind of hot in eugene but it's still like i'm like man i hope this will work for us you know I don't know. This is kind of outside. These are outside well, issues. No, they're. I. I don't think that. I don't think that they are. I mean, this is real life stuff, mm-hmm. and so these are things right, that are very right. easy to drink over, in past lives. Hell yeah, in past lives. Right? Yeah, and in current lives, we gotta be careful. You know, you just, just gotta remember. It makes it harder. It makes it more complicated, and it fucks up your immune system. So then, if you mm, are worried too. about getting sick, and then you're like, well, I guess, dude, this is actually such a trip because i was in line at the safeway at like 7 a.m and the dude next to me was a young guy in his 20s and he was buying two fucking 40s of the plastic 40s of steel reserve at like 7 Mm a.m and then and then i'm taking my shit out after this woman's crying and shit and like this whole fucking the store is picked clean like a goddamn apocalypse movie you know everybody's on edge because it's early and nobody's really in the store yet and everybody that works there you could tell they're just like fuck this and this dude's buying his two steel reserve it was just a bad scene and so and whatever i've seen people buy malt liquor i'm not like a shirking violet or anything you know no. but but like i'm putting my shit in the car and that dude hops in this shady ass like coda's old chavalier like some <laughs> yeah. shitty coda car and the dude looks like alan moore the other guy this young guy has like earrings in and like he, uh-huh. It's like Brian Austin Green in 90210. He nice. gets in the car with Alan Moore in Coda's car and drive off. And I'm like, those two dudes are going to get fucked up right now, like super early, because that's a priority, because they're drunks. Like, yeah. That's those two dudes are going to. I hope they don't get sick. Like, I hope yeah. they don't, but they might. And if, and like, this illness isn't a death sentence. That's also no. another thing I want to really stress during this time is this is not a death sentence. This is just like. If you're fucking immunocompromised, all the shit they're saying on the news, man. If you're, if you're fucked up already, it's gonna fuck you up more. <laughs> mm-hmm. Which is probably not the greatest language to use, but you know what I'm saying, though. Like, and, anyway, yeah, I just it's... saw their priorities. That was that guy's priority, and it's not a bad thing. I just, I guess, I had a there before the grace of God moment. Yeah, I absolutely did. Yeah, because yeah. where well, I, I would have been right there. I would have, if I would have seen him, if he was behind me, I would have bought him for him and been like, yo, man. If uh, you don't have to do this, if you don't want to, but uh, these are on me. <laughs> these are on me. You would have bought his beers. For, oh my god! <laughs> highway to heaven. That shit. <laughs> Probably just, not. But but you know between so, that dude and the crying lady and the dude throwing away yeah. all the rotten produce because there was some of it was going bad and the produce guy's hucking it in a box and he's like grumbling to himself. I'm like, yo, this Safeway is bad vibes, dude. Gotta whack, get out of here. Whack vibes. It's a bad wave. Whack vibes. Whack vibes. 2020. Mm-hmm. We need to make it rad vibes. We do. That's, we really, that's really why I tell do. Tell my listeners. Just blast your shirt off. Turn the heat way up in your house and blast your shirt off. Feels Fuck good. It. Just for an hour. Turn it up to 80. Blast that shirt off. And then hang out for 20 minutes. Turn it back down again. Put your shirt on. It's good advice. I'm going to try advice, that. right? Yeah, like I had someone comment on my Instagram story. He's like, well, you must be lucky to have your heat up so high that you're so warm. And I'm like, no, dog. I just, my spirit keeps me warm. Right. Spirit of Jesus Christ. I mean, also, <laughs> no, also, I, also, Jesus the Instagram Christ. story was what forty-five seconds long. So yes, it's not like. I, but I wasn't wearing a shirt because I had just finished working out too, and then yeah. I was like, so, yeah, because usually when I work out, I take my shirt off to work out. 
I yeah. do just because I get hot when I work out. And also I don't like sleeves. I just don't like hanging garments yeah. when I'm like lifting weights and shit. <laughs> uh-huh. Anyway, that's when I filmed it. And then I was like, well, I got a lot of windows too. And there's a lot of sunlight. But, man, it'll be all right. It's going to be, be okay. Well, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. Just know that you uh, have no control over it whatsoever. <laughs> so so to recap here, so that we let, I want to uh, I want to talk about being in isolation, finding ways to connect. Jerry mentioned um about maybe we're going to figure out this Zoom thing and maybe if you get an account and I'll get an account and uh Jerry'll do the uh workout. He'll lead the workout part of our our zoom right. hour and then i'll right. i'll lead the uh the recovery part we'll do <laughs> right and maybe we can i don't know man i don't fucking know and if you want to join in maybe get a zoom account too and and we'll figure this shit out because we're we'll going to be doing we'll, this at we'll least try for a couple to, weeks yeah yeah we'll figure it out because at we least. uh and we'll have john put it on the instagram story too i yeah. i was on the instagram for a while but now it's gone i don't know why it's gone but i'm not on it anymore but what do you mean you're right. not on it like I can't post to our Instagram page, but I don't think I ever could. Oh well, I'll I'll hook it up with you. We'll we'll sit here for a second after we're done recording. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So in in conclusion or in in summation, like acceptance. There's a lot of stuff out there that we can't accept. Right. And we just have to we just have to. Or there's a lot of things that we can't change, and we have to change, accept. Yeah. That. There's a lot of shit I can't accept. <laughs> yeah. Either, there's though. a lot of shit I can't like accept. Like the whack either. fucking vibes. <laughs> So be kind, mm-hmm. take care of yourself. Um, yeah. If there's, there, if there's find somebody you can talk to if you feel the yeah. need to pick up. Yes. Even, yeah. You can, you can shoot Jerry and I a message on Instagram. Yeah. You know, if you're like feeling a little hinky, I'll talk to you. I'll message yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. I'll message you back. So, yeah. um, and I think that, like I'm looking, I'm looking forward to being on the other side of this and how, uh, how things are going to change and hopefully we're gonna we can... learn some shit and a lot of right? shit's gonna change. It's already changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So fast. I, I think that the you know the big mantra one day at a time. It works for a lot of things, and I think mm-hmm. this is one where you know again my a lot of my stresses now are coming from the the lack of funds that I have, you know, the, my financial stresses. And it's like, okay, so what do you need today? All right. Okay. You got that covered. All right. Now we don't need to worry about it anymore. And that's what I try to tell myself. So, Word. <clears throat> You're going to start having out. to collect cans, dude, sell some blood. Whatever what would you do to get booze? Do that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, that's a great, that's a great way to look at it, man. Like, yeah. what would you do to get booze? And you know, I've heard this thing too. I've heard people say, I had to I had to drink every day to get drunk, so I gotta right. you know for recovery to work I gotta put in the time and effort of recovery whether whatever that is and whatever that means to you you have to put the time in and I have to put the time in every single day or else mm-hmm. I don't I don't get what I need yeah. so like that's a great way to put it what would you do to get loaded would you go collect cans would you fucking yeah. yes take would all you... my change in yes yes so yes. I guess I guess I'm gonna start getting on like survey sites and clicking surveys for a quarter a piece and doing whatever maybe, it takes you know maybe like, just just yeah listen to uh hail mary mallon and click survey sites you should listen to them they're dope that's I, my recommendation good hip-hop group harry mellon harry mellon yes what? harry mellon mallons no it's called hail mary mallon hail mary mallon it's okay. Aesop rock and another dude okay. i can't remember his name it's dope though okay 
It's dope. Um, That's what we should be doing is discovering new music. I'll send you over my run playlist on Spotify. Let me know what you think about it. I'm gonna work on. I have one on. Um, I have one on Apple, and I want to get it over on Spotify as well. Right. Um, I would suggest, and I'm listening to an Audible book right now called PMA. Now you mm-hmm. know who John Joseph is, right? Yeah, he's that vegan guy. He's super mad. So he, he's the big mad vegan guy. Yeah, he's really. I, I think he's, he's not mad. Actually, he's, he's just very New York. He's, he's very, very Lower New East York. Side. Yes, and he's very passionate. And um, passionate. That's a he. Good word. He got another book called Meat Is for Pussies. Um, yes, but that's so how's that's that the PMA kind of book? Is it good? So it's really good, and it's great to listen to him. Um, read it with his accent and it's right. just his passion about it but it's pma stands for positive mental attitude and that would be my recommendation is to get a copy or listen to john joseph's positive mental attitude and it's Boom. what's great is because he's not only did he um study with monks and as a monk and he's like knows all of this shit but he's very practical not only in his language but in his um in his application of these of these tenets, you know, of really? how to how to stay positive, what you do. He's a Hare Krishna, isn't he? He he was. I don't think he is anymore. I don't know how that works exactly, but he definitely he studied with them, and he he was there. And he, he if you ever listen to any of his any of him, if you ever listen to any podcast that he's been on, he talks about the Hare Krishnas. He talks about um, living with them. He talks about how there was a lot of fucked up shit and people were getting taken advantage of and he kind of walked away from it for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really cool and it's really, I find it to be really inspiring and really helpful to listen to him. And I just prefer, I like that rough um, language. You know Do what you? I mean? Yeah. Sometimes. Like, don't Hey, don't eat fucking meat, you fucking pussy. <laughs> don't eat that fucking meat. You get that meat out of your fucking mouth. <laughs> Basically, John Joseph, if you're listening, um, he's gonna come punch me in my face and right. mock my voice, you dick. And I'm like, no, I appreciate it actually. Um, but yeah, he did like he's done a bunch of Iron Mans and shit like that. And he was he's a tough fucking dude. Yeah, punk rock band called the Crow Mags. The Crow Mags so, are cool. So Let's see um, what else? I you know what I'm doing? Huh. I'm playing the Division Two on PS4, shooting motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Killing some fucking terrorists. Uh, we're watching Westworld. Yeah, I got that too. I got the HBO now for now. Yeah, we'll see we if just I can... finished uh, Narcos Mexico season How was two. It? Fucking great. I love anything okay. like that though because I, eh, I don't want to say it's relatable because I was never a narco, but I grew up you know in the Mexican culture. So to hear people actually speak Spanish the way Mexicans speak it is great. Uh... Uh, what else are we doing? Watching Legion. On FX, that's a great one. Okay. Marvel show, it's pretty good though. Yeah, that's about it. I might do some of these audio books you speak of though. I've been doing tons of podcasts too, man. Pods are good. The audio books yeah. are good. Um, so yeah, I yeah. think um, just hang in there. Be all right. Hit us up if you get lonely. Anything. Yep. Hit either one of us up. We'll message you back. Yep. Yep. Yeah. You got it. All right, Wagner. All right, man. Appreciate you. Talk to you later, man. Thanks again for listening. Our music, as always, is by Neglect. You can find more of his stuff at neglect.bandcamp.com. And you can find us on all social media platforms that matter, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. And you can reach us at aisforalcoholic at gmail.com. Talk to you later. Yeah.